All right, everyone. Welcome to episode two of In Depth with David. Today, I'm joined by my friends from college, and I'm going to go around and have them all introduce themselves to you. So we'll start with you, Andrew. Why don't you just tell us about yourself? Uh, my name is Andrew Whitcomb. I'm from Saugus, and I am currently an undeclared business major at UMass Law. Okay. You can go next, Pat. <laughs> oh, uh, my name is Pat Foose. Uh, that's F-U-S-S is how you spell Foose. It looks like Foose, but it's German. It means foot in German. So like my name is Patrick Foot. Think of foosball, football. And uh, I'm an econ major at UMass Lowell, and I'm from Weymouth, Massachusetts. Okay. All right. If you couldn't read it from the screen, I'm Isaiah Durham. I'm a uh, Arlington resident, and uh, I'm an undeclared engineering major. All right. Oh, yeah. And then I forgot to uh, introduce myself. I'm David Karras. I'm from small town, Merrimack, Massachusetts, about 45 minutes north of Boston. And I also go to UMass Lowell, and I'm an undeclared business major. So, yeah, if you couldn't pick up on it yet, we all know each other. We all met this year at UMass Lowell. We're all going to be incoming sophomores. And basically, the point of this podcast is we are going to be basically answering any questions for the incoming college students as to what they're concerned about heading into their freshman year. And we don't have all the answers, but I have a list of questions here and we'll just divulge right into it. So I guess, and also to clarify, Isaiah was my roommate this year. That's, that's my roommate. Uh, and I was a neighbor. Pat was a neighbor. And I met Andrew in one of my, my English class. He was in my we English. Had a, and, we had a handful of classes together this year. Yeah. Yep, English, math, and econ. Yep. And um, we had macroeconomics, me and David. That is true. Yep. Um, okay, so first question we'll talk about is, what is the average day for a college student like? And before we answer this, I'm just going to say how we're going to answer this is in terms of like how we, how our experiences went at UMass Lowell. Obviously, that's not going to answer every college in the universe, but we're just going to talk about how our days went at our respective college so who wants to answer that first uh i'll read later I'll start. okay isaiah start us off i mean it mostly depends on your schedule but like for me i was stuck with 8 a.m english classes so like i just got out of the dorm very early and then you know i kind of stayed out of the dorm uh on north campus for most of the day and then uh I'd come back around night, refuse to sleep, and then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was playing yeah. all nighters every night. Okay. Expose okay. some people. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I see you got the dirt. All right. But no, I mean, mostly it's it's like you're out of the dorm for most of the day. It's mostly centered around classes and uh, whichever campus you uh, your main uh, major is. For sure. Uh, Andrew or Pat, who wants to follow up on that? Uh, I'll take this one. Sure. Um, well, I am a North Campus major because the business school is on North Campus, but I dormed on South. So I had my schedule set up so that certain days I'd have classes on South, certain days I'd have classes on North. Um, but my the second half of freshman year, I had a roommate. I had a different roommate than the first half, and he was very, very inconsiderate. So basically, I well, didn't. Before you, 
before you continue, we're going to get into room life a little bit later yeah. if you want to oh, save that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I know. Um, so basically, I just leave my room, go to my classes, and I hang out at the library for most of the day, um, study, talk, you know, text you guys. But um, I was pulling 15-hour days. Sometimes I get up at 7 in the morning. Sorry. Come back at come back at one in the morning, you know, uh, go to sleep. Okay. Pat, do you have anything to add to that? So I was, uh, not really North or South campus major because I had a minor that was on South then econ was on North. So I, uh, I had, it depended on the day. Usually, uh, I would, I would have one class in the morning and then one or two in the afternoon, sometimes a lab. So I would go to my earliest class, which was, usually at 9 a.m. And then I would come back and take a nap before my afternoon classes. And then some nights I would go to, I would have work and then other nights I would go to club track. Sure. So just to cap it all off for me, to clarify for the audience, where we go UMass Old, there's three different campuses. There's a North campus, a South campus, and an East campus. Uh, your classes will be on either North or South campus relating, depending on your major, as we already talked about, um, East campus, just specifically dorm buildings. For me, my, my schedule was kind of different from first semester and second semester. Um, first semester, I had a mix of classes in the morning and then in the afternoon. And really my class, my schedule would just kind of depend on that. I had a few breaks in between a few classes, but I usually spent that time in one of the buildings where my classes were and just spent that time studying or hanging out, doing homework. And, um, you know, obviously you get your meals in between classes when you can. And then once you're all done, you just do homework, try and hang out with friends. Um, usually you don't really sleep until I think we can all vouch for this. So you don't really go to sleep until like midnight later, uh, early morning. So yeah, just spending a lot of time just socializing and hanging out with friends. But, you go to your classes first and then you just move along with your day after whether it pertains to doing homework or any extracurricular activities. So next question, what is the average class size? Um, who wants to get us started off with that? Uh, well, that, that definitely depends on the class. I don't think I had any classes this year over. Well, there was a ton. I had a math class. So it was probably 40 kids in huge um but most of them probably all under 30 i don't know i don't know what you guys think but i most of my classes were under 30 people yeah i feel that probably around sure. 30 for most of mine yeah i would say your average class size is like 20 at least for me um in the average classroom it's like 20 to 50 people but you also have to take into account how I think we all had at least one class in like a lecture hall, such as like only 150. Um, those classes usually fed a couple hundred people. So those are your lectures. Um, but obviously that's a different kind of case because it's not in your traditional classroom. But usually yeah. classes are 20 to 50 people. Lecture halls expect upwards of 100 to 200. Uh, next question. So, you know, we kind of already talked about this. So what's what's the um, average amount of time you guys spent on homework each night or each day? Most of my homework was usually due at 1159 on Sunday night. So I would 
chip away a little bit during the week, but I spent mostly my time at my work study job doing homework and then the weekends. Uh, yeah, that's about the, you go, Andrew. Sorry. That's about the same for me. I did a lot of work during my work study job. I did a lot of little assignments on the weekends. Um, probably should have studied more in economics and in calculus and stuff. Um, but there's definitely time to manage work and play if you can figure out how to do it. I don't think I am an expert yet, but it's possible. How about you, Isaiah? I would agree. I think at the beginning of the semester, you know, you just have a lot more time. And then it just it goes inversely. And then, you know, you lose time studying. But, I mean, that's that's I think that's the nature of it. So I think it's... It's easier at the beginning to manage your work life for balance. That's what I think. Sure. So I'm kind of I'm in a different kind of boat with this because as you guys know, I take very, very long to complete sometimes the simplest assignments. So I'm probably not the best person to listen to on this. But I would spend and I'm not exaggerating when I said it's probably a few hours or so every night doing homework. Um, and that's not, again, that's not the same case for every person. Uh, that's for few people, but you'd often see me in like the common area on our floor, just doing homework at the, at one of the tables. Um, it all depends, I guess, just on your workload and stuff like that. Uh, how diligent you are, um, with, uh, with your work. But I mean, I'm just, I take a while to do my homework and I'd often probably, like I said, not go to bed until the early morning, but you know, it all depends on how much homework you have and how long, how hard you work on it, how long you take to do it. Uh, and it varies really from night to night, but the workload is serious. It's college. So it's not going to be like your high school workload. It's going to be pretty significant. Um, you so, just gotta, you go. I took a ton of AP classes, especially senior year. So honestly, the workload, if you are if you were an AP student in high school, you're ready for the workload in college. It's nothing new with, because like AP classes had a heavy workload. So I think that's a good way if you're still in high school. Even if you like, you know, you haven't taken any and you're going into senior year, just take one. It, it'll, it'll prepare you. That's fair. Um, yeah, just my advice is just do your best to manage your time. It's easier said than done, but... You know, you don't want to spend your whole night after classes doing homework because it's just not healthy, to put it frank, frankly. Um, next question. So how are the tutoring centers here at UMass Lowell? I mean, they're available. I haven't tried them. I never got a tutor, but they are reachable. You can find a tutor in any class, so... Uh, yeah, I probably should have got. I didn't. I didn't go to the tutoring center. I went to the writing center a few times. I guess that counts. Um, that yeah, falls under it. Um, that was very helpful if you need an extra set of eyes to look at a paper. Um, but I didn't go for any other classes, so I can't say for sure. I, I went a couple times. Um, honestly, it kind of depends tutor to tutor. I would say that's like the biggest variation, but they're they're pretty good. Yeah, I would say I haven't had much issue with them. Always, sure. always good. Yeah, so I think uh, because Andrew, me and you had the same English class, we had to go to the writing center a couple times. Um, 
I only use the writing center as well. And the people that were very friendly, they're students just like us. And they do give you some helpful information on your papers. Um, it's pretty easy to schedule a tutoring appointment or writing center appointment. You just go on the website. Um, usually it, they're not booked unless it's the end of the semester because a lot of people want to see their final assignments uh, looked over and they want to get ready for their finals. But yeah, you just go on the website. Uh, I don't know the link off the top of my head, but it's one of the UMass little related pages and you can easily schedule a tutoring visit. So that's that. Um, I'll just take this next one. Is there an honors college at our school? Yes. Um, I don't know too much about it because I'm not in it and I don't think none of us are in it as well. Am I correct in saying that? No, I'm not that bright. I was offered, um, but I was told it wasn't worth it. Like I knew kids in my high school that were in the honors college for one semester and they dropped out. So I could have gone in, but I chose not to. Sure. So we do have an honors college at UMass Lowell. Um, you know, they do a lot of fun stuff. It's a, another way to meet people. It's a tight knit community and yeah, it's, it's a lot of hard work. It's a uh, different style of classes. Like there's honors level classes as well that you need to take. You eventually need to do a presentation at some point from what I understand based on like a thesis related project in the honors program. But we do have one there and it's a, uh, it's an intriguing program for sure to explore if you're, if you do get invited. Um, but don't, there's no shame in, dropping out though because a lot of members of club track the juniors said that a lot of them dropped out so it's all absolutely it, so yeah don't feel ashamed if you dropped out because like ha ha maintaining a high gpa is more important than graduating with honors with a lower gpa for sure um next question how is how easy is it to get internships at your school I was offered an internship first semester. So yeah, I mean, they, they definitely come just keep pay attention to your emails because they'll be emailing you all these opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I didn't, I didn't apply for any, but I was, I met with a few people about um, particular ones. There's a lot of faculty in the business school that know a lot of people that want to help um, in that particular area. Um, additionally, if and they said this to us at the business school, that Dean used to say it all the time, if you need money for something, if you, um, want to go on a trip or you want to take an opportunity that the school's offering and you can't afford it, they can usually find the money. Um, that being said, if, if it's unpaid internship and you want to do it, but you know that you need to work that summer, um, somebody said this to me. They can find the the difference there, you know. For sure. How about you, Isaiah? Any any thoughts? I haven't really I haven't really been looking at the uh, at the beginning. I've just been trying to get my grades up. Yeah, that's fair. So, yeah, it is easy, and I wouldn't say it's easy, but there is a strong opportunity for you as a student at UMass Lowell to get an internship. Um, we have programs like in the business school. I don't know if this is, this might be for all uh, majors, but there's this thing called Handshake. Uh, it's an abbreviation or an acronym, which will help you get jobs and uh, internships based on your major. Um, it's a website. It's very, very informative and very helpful. Um, it also is very crucial that you develop a good rapport with your professors as Andrew kind of touched upon because they will help you get those opportunities that you need. So just take advantage of your uh, connections and practice or uh, 
embrace social networking. Next question. How easy is it to switch majors? Who wants to take that one? Um, you know what? I'll take this one. Sure. For the sake of it. Uh, it I think it really depends which, like, what major you're trying to switch to. Like, I'm an undeclared engineer, and I'm trying to get into mech, and there's a lot of requirements. They want, like, a B in Calc 1 and 2. They want C in physics and chem, and they want a 3.5 GPA. And, like, that's pretty difficult. I thought and, you already uh, were in Mac. No, I'm trying. I'm just trying to get in. Oh. Requirements uh, you know, are the same, but I think it really depends major to major. Um, yeah, especially with this uh, the separation into um, the specialization of majors. That, that's that's where things need to. It's pretty easy to switch majors within your college. So if you're from like the college of business it's pretty easy to switch from like accounting to finance if you're in engineering it's easy to switch from like mechanical engineering to i don't know uh electrical engineering if you want to uh but like switching from one school to another from like the business school to the health science school or to the engineering school that's a little bit harder that's one one where you're gonna want to that one takes a bit of a longer process i don't know but that's just what i hear andrew anything you want to add uh yeah, I'd sum it up what they said. Um, it depends where you're going and where you're coming from. Um, if it's inside the business school, there's a good chance that uh, if you, you know if you're just switching majors inside the school, then there's a good chance you've already taken some of the classes anyway. Um, so it probably won't set you back at all. But if you're going to switch campuses altogether, that's a different story. Yeah, I think you guys all hit it on the nail on the head. It's easier to switch within your major or your uh, specific school, but it's a lot harder to switch from like health sciences to business and vice versa. But, you um, know, you just hey, talk. One more thing. Uh, once again, there's the university has people that are there to help you do this. You know, Abs nobody's yeah, going to leave you in the dust. Absolutely. And everyone has an uh, advisor who's going to help you out, just as Andrew was just saying, and they'll make that process as easy as they can for you. So just if you have a question about that, just talk to your assigned advisor. So next question. Um, what are the work opportunities like at UMass Lowell? So I guess I'll go first. I mean, Andrew also does, but I love my job. That was my favorite part of campus because we really became a fan. A family so you have plenty of different options i definitely recommend uh, applying for as many jobs as possible because some will say how many open spots they are i applied the night before moving day and uh there were only six that had some open spots that were looking for um people to hire and so i applied to all six of them and then only two of them ended up getting back to me and i ended up choosing the job that sounded more interesting and i got that job and I love it. I work at the common area of Fox Hall and uh, it's a pretty laid back job. There isn't much to do, but the nights where I have to work the hardest are nights where we host open mic nights. Like we have karaoke nights. We also have arcade nights and special events like that. And those nights really just bring me and my coworkers together. We're all a family. So uh, just to make it a little bit more clear for the viewers, Pat, can you describe like some of your like job uh, job requirements of what you do as like a uh, worker at the common area? 
because I know you just said like you handle uh, arcade nights and stuff like that, but what's like a daily night like for you where there's not too much going on? Yeah. So uh, on a daily night, so the common area has four different TVs. I can change the channels to any one TV. Like if you want to watch something, our default channel is just uh, ESPN because, you know, people want to watch what sports are on. But uh, if you want to change the channel, like let's say David's a Survivor fan. If you want to come in and say, can we watch Survivor? I can play it on whichever TV you want to play it on. And I can also uh, make it so that because we – because I uh, we have different options with uh the 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 ox, so you can either play what's on the TV or you can play music, and also and you know if um it, let's say you want to watch Survivor with the uh, the audio, we can make it so that the audio is sort of like a part of the radio in the room, but uh, if not, we're just gonna be playing music, and we have a Spotify playlist. But you can request songs if you want on Spotify because we have premium and you can play whatever you want. We also have four PS4 controllers, uh, so you can rent out a PS4 for any TV you want, play whatever game you want. We also have an, one Nintendo Switch, but several controllers for it. And then we have a foosball table, so you can rent out a foosball if you want. We now have an air hockey table. It doesn't work any. It, it worked only for a few days, but uh, we, we're trying to fix it so we can get to work again. But, yeah, I rent out whatever it is that you want. I just type in your student ID into the computer so you can have it. And then you, and then you can, I take your ID. So that way when you like return a control, I can give you back your ID. Yeah. So it's like an entertainment area. Uh, a lot of kids on campus go there at night. Uh, it's a great place to hang out. And if you're ever on campus, I'd check it out at some point. All right, Andrew, talk to us about your job. Uh, so last year I worked at the university food pantry. Um, I spent a lot of time doing homework. There wasn't much of a challenge to it. You just um, students that maybe can't afford a meal plan or bought a cheaper meal plan. Even a lot of faculty members come in. We get food sent in, bread, a lot of canned goods, a lot of pastas, um, ramen noodles, stuff like that. We even have um, uh, we had. Let's see, we had. Hygiene products, deodorant, condoms, tampons, that kind of thing. Um, even books and, I mean, uh, notebooks, folders, writing utensils. Um, students come in. They can take as much as they want. Um, and it's provided completely free by the university. Um, it's a kind of rewarding process because, you know, these people are using the, the products. You know, you you'd see the same people every week would come through um we also had uh bedding and mattresses and pillows and all sorts of stuff uh like i said earlier the university has a lot of resources and as long as you know how to use them or you know who to talk to to get to them uh you're going to be just fine and how easy was it for you uh for you two to get your jobs like how how easy is the process to gain a job on campus um they have this website they just say uh, you know uh you put in some basic information and you look at all the list of jobs there's hundreds of them um basically anybody that wants a job pretty much for the most part i would say can have a job um you may have to do an interview uh but it's not difficult at all as long as you, you know know how to read and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, 
I applied pretty late since I applied the night before move-in day. So there were only six jobs that that seemed open enough to apply to because they say how many people they're looking for. Uh, and so, but I had to go in for an interview, but it was pr pretty good. You just have to, you know, be friendly and just like be honest. I'll ask you questions, but if you've been to a job interview before, it's nothing new. And were your bosses flexible? Do you think like say that something came up where, you know, you, you couldn't make it to work one day or you just had a prior commitment or just too much, too much homework. Were they flexible with your guys' schedules as students? I don't know about the too much homework part, but like, yeah, if you had a, if you want to cancel because you were going home for a weekend, let's say you're working on the weekends, they'd be fine with that. One thing I like that my boss did is that she uh, asked everyone what their birthday was beforehand and she would make sure you weren't working on your birthday. Oh, it's awesome to hear. How about you, Andrew? Uh, my boss was incredibly, incredibly lenient. Um, I can think of one day in particular because I was telling Dave about this not too long ago. Um, it was the week of finals. Um, it was, well, it was the week, the last week of the semester, whatever it is that, it depends on how your finals are scheduled, but you could be done with everything on a Monday or you may be there till the next, you know, Saturday night. It just depends on your classes. Um, he had me scheduled to work that week and I canceled a few days on him because I said I have finals. And then he said, well, that's all right. Cause you have finals Monday and Tuesday. You can come into work on, on Wednesday and Thursday. And I assumed he would just let me leave so I could go home early. Cause I had something I wanted to do. And I explained my situation to him and said, I wasn't expecting you to schedule me. Cause it's, you know, Christmas in three days. Um, I told him that I need to go home for something. He said, absolutely have a Merry Christmas. And I got to leave three days early, you know. Excellent. That's great to hear. So we're going to shift into another question. So we're going to talk about dorm life here. So how was everyone's experience with uh, living in the dorms this year? Who would like to start us off with that? Well, two of I you think... guys live together. So I guess that would be a. You you want me to take this one, Isaiah, or do you want to talk about it? Or we can both. You want I was to go first? Say Isaiah, go first. He has to be as brutally honest as possible. Yeah, Isaiah, start us off. Brutally honest. Okay. Yeah. Honestly, David, you're a great roommate. Likewise. And honestly, I was I was a little like skeptical about like dorm life because usually you know I have my little closet-sized room over here, and, like that's where I dwell. <laughs> as a single person, but I mean, it was cool. It was cool. And, um, I definitely would do it again, even if it was at Fox Hall. So, I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I mean, it's, it's a huge change for anyone's life unless you've gone away to like boarding school or something like that. This is like most people's first times ever, you know, going off by themselves and having all these responsibilities as an adult. Um, it's a bit to adjust to at first, but, you know, me and Isaiah had a great time as roommates and, you know, it's, it's fun. Uh, it does, it does, I mean, it, it can help depending what, um, what, uh, building you live in because where we lived at UMass Lowell, I mean, I'm not going to name all the, uh, dorm halls off the top of my head, but Fox Hall where me and Isaiah lives, that's probably the worst and Pat, sorry, I don't mean to 
exclude Pat. Uh, we all lived in probably the worst storm hole at UMass Lowell. I think we can agree on that. Yeah, but at least we were on one of the better floors because we were on floor seven. There were 18 floors, and pretty much each floor got worse and worse as you went up. So, like, we were at least we were on one of the better floors. Right. And the people who are on your floor, and we'll get into this in a bit, do, do make or break your experience, but also where you live determines how well of an experience you have. Um, but, you know, you make the most of it. Uh, if you live in a suite or something like that, I'm sure, you know, your lifestyle may be a little bit better. You'll be more convenient. But I had fun my freshman year, and I can't wait to dorm there again next year. So let's talk about it with Pat and Andrew. How are your guys' dorm life experiences your first year at UMass Lowell? Well, you go because you ha- you were already starting at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, Andrew, uh, um, go. <laughs> yeah, my well, my first semester wasn't bad, and then I had to switch rooms. And because I had to switch rooms, I had to get a new roommate. And I, my my new roommate was in a it was in a different building, little less uh, quality than the one I was in before. My roommate was incredibly inconsiderate. Um, he also smoked weed. He hung out with a bunch of people on the floor that smoked weed. I don't smoke. He also had uh, alcohol in the room. Um, and then, I mean, he would stay up all night. I never saw him study for anything, but apparently he got good grades and he would stay up all night playing video games and i would you know i wouldn't go to bed till 2 30 in the morning because i had to listen to him play call of duty well what was his major uh he was a business major too i believe okay that makes sense because if he were an engineering major he would not have gotten good grades but i'd go to bed at 2 30 fall asleep and then i get up at 7 30 and go to my english class um i'm not gonna say dorming is bad because I, you know, I live with my brother now. It's not my dorm at school isn't too different than my room at home. Uh, except, you know, at school I have room for a desk, but that's a different story. Um, my point is that it's not that bad if you're with somebody that you can get along with. I had, to, I held my tongue more than I probably should have with this guy, um, and I hope I never have to see him again. But my previous roommate was really great. I mean, you guys just said it, that you get along very well and, you know, you're happy to have each other. Fantastic. Um, it's just kind of a, a dice roll. Well, going oh. off of what Andrew was saying, like about getting along, you can, uh, before you're, uh, when you're applying for where you're going to live, they ask you certain questions like, do you smoke? Um, are you uh Questions like that, you know, like, are you a late per- late night person or an early morning person? So, like, you can't, you you do have a way of making sure that you end up with a roommate you get along with, but it sounds like you had a very abrupt ch- change. Second semester, so that's why you ended up with someone you didn't like. Yeah, and I will say that's, that is true. You can do that at the beginning of the year when you're uh, getting ready to enter housing for the next uh, school year. But as for, like, when there's open vacancies and someone's going to transfer into your room, they don't take that stuff into account. Um, yeah, that's, they just, what, that's what happened to me. Right. They just throw anyone in there. So that's kind of where some people, as Andrew in this case, get the short end of the stick. But there are ways to match with people at the beginning of the year based on, like, you know, uh, 
similarities like what do you guys like to do for fun or like your guys's work ethics and stuff like that they match you up based on that or they do the school does the best to does their best to match you up based on that um going off of that the next question relating to dorm life is do students go home on weekends so who wants to take that one some people go home every weekend i just went home maybe once a month but yeah I don't know why some people go home every weekend. Why Why would you even live on campus if you do that? But some people just do. Um, well, I, I'll add on to that. I went home pretty much every weekend my first semester. And then I went home every other weekend my second semester. Um, just because I had a lot of things to do at home, a lot of meetings to go to, and extra commitments that I had made. Um, but my sister also lived on campus and had a car, so it wasn't really a problem for me to travel. Um, it just, and you know, I don't live too far away from the university anyway, um, because she she went back every weekend to work, so I just go with her. Um, sure. So it wasn't that inconvenient for me. But I also like being home. So it's, I know, you know, I know plenty of kids that went to Lowell and didn't see their mother for three months because they don't care enough, uh, to put it lightly. You know, it's just not how we work in my family. Your mother came home. How about you, Isaiah? I mean, I mean, it really just came down to how close or how far you like live away. I live kind like pretty close to Lowell. So I was like, you know, at, in the beginning, I'll come back, you know, uh, for the weekend a couple of times. And then like near the end, it kind of delayed down. I came back less and less. Sure. So just to cap all this off, um, I don't know the exact statistics, but the majority of students at our campus do go home on weekends, frankly, do the idea that, I mean, at least from my understanding, it kind of does get boring on campus on weekends. You know, there isn't much to do. I mean, you can venture off campus a little bit, but you kind of, yeah. you have to keep yourself interested. You have to make, you have to uh, kind of like make yourself excited. Um, I didn't go home too much personally. First semester, I went home a few weekends just for like urgent stuff. And then second semester, I didn't go home at all. Uh, the only time I met with my parents was just for uh, lunch every couple Sundays or so. But a lot of people do go home on weekends and it's completely understandable. You know, you want to go home, see your family, just catch up, get a good night's sleep on an actual good, uh, good bed, good mattress. But yeah, um, just if you're staying on campus on weekends, just do stuff to keep yourself busy and keep, uh, keep being productive because that'll make the, the days go by faster and it'll keep you from feeling homesick or just kind of yeah. unmotivated. Um, but I mean, it also depends on how close you live to the university. Um, I have a friend that lives in Maryland. You know, it's not yeah. like she can, she can fly home every weekend. What are you talking about? She can commute. Yeah. Run. <laughs> Make yeah, the 800 no, that mile journey on foot. Yeah. Well, what uh, I was saying, I wasn't trying to say like, oh, if you go home every week, I'm what's the point of live, living on campus. I know some people that lived in Lowell, Massachusetts, and they're going home pretty much every day. So what, what was even the point of living yeah. on campus? Not to say that there's anything wrong with going home, no matter how often you do it. I like going home. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, it wasn't really a problem for me. 
but there are some kids that don't really get that opportunity. Yeah, that's fine. Well, I'm saying some people there, the university was walking distance from their home, so they just walked home every weekend, but they still had a dorm on campus, and that was, that just to me, that's just a waste of money. Yeah. yeah. And like we were saying, it depends on where you live. Like we all live, I, I think it's fair to say we all live like what, 30 to an hour away from campus. Is that right? Depending yeah. on traffic, it can be an hour, sometimes less. Yeah, okay. Anywhere 40 minutes. So yeah, it's convenient for us to go home on weekends, but that's not the case for everyone. So next question, still staying on, sticking with dorm life. What do you do if you do not get along with your roommates? Who wants to take this one? Well, my roommate at, Actually, wait, uh, if you want to go, Andrew, I was just going to say my roommate did move out because I was in a quad and I had three roommates and two of them are fighting all the time. And one of them just moved out abruptly, didn't even tell us beforehand he was going to move out. So then we just had an open bed. Um, like I mentioned previous uh, couple of questions ago, I held my tongue probably more than I should have. Um. You know, I was all about a foot and a half taller than this guy. But I wish he had been more considerate. I I thought about moving him again because I didn't like the guy, but I it was just in the middle of the semester and I didn't want to do that. Um come to find out we never even got to finish the semester, so what's that matter anyway? Um but I would say, be honest, if, if you got a problem, speak up. I did the best I could, and he still pretty much ignored me. Um, but speak up for yourself. You shouldn't have a problem. How about you, Isaiah? What if you did not get along with me? Well, that's pretty easy, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, luckily, you and me got along pretty well. Um. You know, me and the other roommate, there's a little bit of political, uh, I don't know if you can feel the political tension there. Oof. Just dispute, uh, disagreements. Yeah, yeah, disagreement, yeah. But, I mean, honestly, I, I kind of bit my tongue on that one, and I was just, I just, you know, walked it off, and I was like, okay, that's not going to get in the way of us living together. Yeah, you're yeah, uh... Your third roommate kind of thought he was the shit, but eh, it's whatever. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh. David, we just took this to a non-G-rated. Yeah, bring out the bleep button. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Moving forward. So, yeah, we, me and Isaiah, we had a third roommate. Um, And this, it's no, no, I mean, me and Isaiah and vice versa, we, it's bound to happen. You're going to have disagreements with your roommates. It's just you come from different backgrounds and you're going to, you're going to disagree on something. You just can't be, you know, kumbaya and everything. Uh, um, you know, you just do your best to settle it yourself. And if you can't, then you just talk to the, uh, to the RA and he'll do his best to diffuse the tensions. That's one of his uh, job credentials or job uh, responsibilities. And uh, the RA is standing for resident advisor. Hopefully everyone knows what that means. Um, and then if that's, if that doesn't work, then as Andrew said, you can always just request to leave or move to a different building, different room. You just file a uh, housing change request on the housing portal website at UMass Lowell. So, yeah, um, just do your best to uh, settle it with your roommates first. And if not, ask the RA. And worst comes to worst, you just move out. 
Okay, next question. How easy is it to meet people on campus? Very, okay, I'm gonna answer this one just for the sake of everybody to get this question. Yeah, that's, that's an easy question. Yeah, it, you meet people everywhere. You meet people walking, Absolutely. you meet people in class, you meet people eating, I mean, just everywhere. Joining clubs and getting a work-study job like me and Andrew have, that's definitely also increases your chance of meeting people. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's all there is to say about it. Um, even find common things. I, I had somebody, <laughs> I had somebody approach me in the lunch line one time or the breakfast line. I was trying to scoop raspberries and I was having a hard time trying to reach the spoon because they put it so, cause I'm, my arms are long and I'm tall. So I had to kind of meander around and this person thought it was so funny. She asked if I wanted to eat with her. You know, we're still friends to this day because I had a fight with a dish of raspberries. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like they said, as long as you're getting out of your room, it doesn't even have to like, as long as you don't just stay cooped in your dorm, you're bound to meet people, whether that's through classes, clubs, really anything um, on your floor, yada, yada, yada. I mean, you can meet people in your classes to study, just really anything. It's very, very easy, regardless of your situation, to meet people on campus. Okay, next question. What What are the clubs like on campus, uh, including fraternities? So who wants to answer that question? I can touch on that briefly. Um, sure. So I'm in, I'm in two clubs. I'm in a game development club, a game development club. Um, I had a friend that, that founded it, and he had a bunch of ideas for video games and, you know, going to, to conventions and stuff. So I, I got together with him and we talked about writing and designing and I'm not that kind of an expert, but we got a lot of members to take different aspects of production. Um, and then at the other club I'm in, I'm a Senator in the you know, uh, UMass Lowell student government. I represent business school. Um, that's a lot of fun because I know that the votes that I'm casting actually make changes on campus. Um, I know the university finance committee, uh, the, the, the student government finance committee, the student run finance committee is in charge of giving out money to the other clubs. Um, so everybody that wants um, funds for their club, be it for you know, uh, room rental or food or what, you know, whatever it is, um, they have to make an appeal to us and we decide how much they get. Um, so that's, that's a really interesting process to, to participate in the policy. Uh, if that makes sense. Sure. Anyone else want to talk about clubs? Uh, yeah. Like I mentioned, I'm on club track and field. And one of the thing I, things that I like about, uh, that is because uh, for sports we're D1, and so like, which is really hard to make. Like, you have to be extremely good to make D1 for any of the sports here. So, like with club sports, it's like a second opportunity, so you can play your sport. Uh, you're more likely to get on, and you're more like because club track. I know there's no cuts; anybody can join. I don't know about other sports, but 
it's it's not like it's intramural. You can you still go against other teams. It's just not as competitive. So we still had track meets, and we were supposed to have a track meet all the way down in D.C., but it got canceled because of quarantine. But uh, we even oh, you're supposed to have one at my house, David Karras, D.C. No, Washington D.C. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. So I think if you if you like if you like a sport, just uh, but you're not good enough for D1, or you're just not ready to for the competitiveness of D1 because some people on club track are good enough for D1, but D1, if you're uh, on a D1 sport, that's basically your major. So because there's so much time dedicated to your D1 sport. So uh, it, if you're an engineering major, it's a lot easier to be on club track than it is to be on um, D1 track. Like we meet four days a week, but you only have to show up twice a week in order to stay on the team. And uh, meets are optional. Like, each meet you ha- you have to sign up to show up. It's not like you know if you did track in high school, you know that you ha- you are, you're automatically expected to go to meets or games or matches. Uh, it's it's very laid back and it's very fun. And uh, there's no coach; it's just captains. So if you like to run it or play any sport, really, I'm I think you should do club sports. Anything to add, Isaiah? No, not really. <laughs> okay. Um, how easy was it for you guys to be, to learn about these clubs and how easy was it to join these clubs? Very, very easy. Yeah. You didn't, but you didn't have to try out for any of my clubs. Um, though you do have to run for a position on student government, uh, that involves getting signatures and sort of campaigning. Uh, it depends how many seats are available and how many people are running. Okay. How about you, Pat? Was it easy to hear about uh, club track? Yeah, I actually signed up for uh, four different club sports at um, Convocation. So at Convocation, they have all these like intro to clubs and intro to fraternities and sororities, you know, all these signups. So I signed up for club track, club frisbee, club swim, and this club called underwater hockey that I had never heard of. I went to all their intro meetings. The reason I chose club track is because it's my comfort zone. I've been running track all of high school. And, but I'm, I'm thinking maybe later on, I might try a different club sport because some of them only meet once a week and I could go to them. So um, if I wanted to, so but yeah, I think uh, it's very easy to sign up for club sports and then you just show up to an intro meeting. And if it's, if it's something you're really interested in, then you might like it. Yeah, definitely. So Pat brought up a good point. There is this thing called convocation, which is for all freshmen. And it's uh, the day before classes start, you uh, get to go on this huge line and all the clubs set up, are set up there with tables and they tell you what they're all about. So definitely um, look out for that when you come to UMass Lowell, if you're joining our college, you know, we'd love to have you as Riverhawks to any people listening out there and you'll become informed with all the clubs that they're all are available and even if you don't join a club, then you'll hear about more throughout the school year and you'll see flyers and advertisements all over campus and on the websites. Next question. Um, what is the party life like at UMass Lowell? You're asking the wrong crowd. Yeah, well, I went to <laughs> yeah, I went to a few parties. Did any of you guys also? Not one. No. No. Okay. No. So. The floor is yours, Pat. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, like with club track, well, the first party I ever went to was a club track party because it was our last meet for cross country, which is the um, 
because with club track, we do have a cross country season and indoor season and outdoor season. So we had an end of cross country party that I went to and that was a lot of fun. It was fun to bring the team together. Uh, and then I went to different, that was pretty much all the parties I went to were different members of the track team throwing parties here and there. The one time I went to a different party was the time I went to a frat party, which, uh, and our former RA invited me to, um, because he's a part of a frat and he invited me to their frat party. It was a rush party. And so I went and that was not the best time in my life. Not the best moment for me. Let's just say that they're not going to let me join that frat. But yeah, I, I think with party life, it's good to know at least one person there. And it's also good to have somebody there that's sober that will walk you back to your dorm. Um, did you meet a lot of people at these parties? Did you say, or were you just going there with like, just to have fun and leave or did you make some of your friends that you have now at parties? Well, I would say, um, there are definitely people that I met that I was talking with most of the night at that frat party. I think they most, they want to forget me for the most part, but at some of the club track parties, there were, um, just friends that went there that I met and they were fun and I still see them around and I like to talk about them. Some of them, a lot of them were upperclassmen, so I might never see them again if they were seniors and they graduated. But uh, for the most part, you know, it was definitely some people where I'm like, I'm glad I at least got to spend one night hanging out with you because you're a cool person. Did you ever feel like in danger at these parties or did you always feel like it was a safe environment? The only time, the only one that I felt in danger at was the frat party, but luckily Anthony was there. I'm glad that our former RA, who was the only person I really trusted, was there. The rest of the frat, I didn't really trust, but uh, that's another story for another day. But at the club track parties, I definitely felt safe. Awesome. Last two questions here. Uh, what are do you guys have any regrets from your freshman year? I mean, other than the fact that I wish I had studied more, not that my grades were were bad i did really well my my uh last semester i just wish i had retained a little bit more of the information and that's you know completely my fault other than that no regrets sure how about you isaiah um i mean there's always there's always like academic you wish you could do a little bit better uh I think that's my only gripe. I wish, like, academically, I had done a little bit better. Like, on some classes, I would, I, I, you know, a C plus is so close to a B, and it's just like, uh, it's, very, it's uh, one of those things. That's my only gripe. I have a few. I would... Oh, wait. Were you going to? All right. I was just going to say, I have a few. One regret I have was not going to the gym more often. I would go occasionally. I wish I went more often. Uh, another regret similar was academics. Most of my, most of my academic regrets were in second semester during quarantine. I just had trouble focusing online and learning online. But when I was in class, I did fine. I think that's understandable, though, with like not having motive, like having trouble once uh, quarantine started. Yeah. Um, for me, regrets. Uh, I just wish I kind of had more fun freshman year because you know me and mushrooms were were fun guys. Had to fit that in. Uh, no, I just I spent a lot of time cooped up in my dorm room or in the common area. Like I said, just doing homework for hours on end. And sometimes that was necessary. Sometimes it wasn't. So I wish I got out more and just met more people. Uh, 
did more things out of my comfort zone. I wish I joined like a club or something like that, or, you know, got a job, which I'm hoping to get next year on campus. Um, just kind of, I wish I was more productive and did uh, a better job of filling my days. I with, think you'd uh, be a fun addition to the common because we're like a family. I think you'd be a fun addition to it. Okay. I'll take that. Uh, I'll keep that in my brain for now. Um, oh, wait, in regards to clubs, didn't you join intramural basketball? Uh, I did. It just, I, it never materialized with me. Um, I thought well, I was going to. Yeah. That implies, you know, how to play basketball. Yeah. Yeah. I know how to play basketball. Look, look at my shirt. I'm a baller. Um, no. And then I also joined ultimate frisbee in the fall semester and my team never showed up. So that was fun. But uh, yeah, I just want to do more to get myself out there on campus next year and uh, make the most of every day. so that I'm not cooped up in the dorm room, just bored out of my mind. Okay. Very last question. What do you guys wish you knew heading into freshman year? Um, oh, okay. I got one. I got one. This one's important. Go for it. Watch the broccoli at Fox Hall Dining. <laughs> okay. That's I a solid that one. I loved it. But I didn't know. Yeah, be, be careful what you eat to anyone uh, coming to UMass Lowell next year, especially at Fox Hall. They are getting better, but we uh, we made uh, headlines on the news first semester for how bad our food was. But Andrew and Pat, what, what are you thinking? Well, I, I mostly ate at, at South, so I didn't have that problem. But I – Shout out McGovern. They're good, yeah. Um, McGovern died. McGovern. They're, they're pretty much going to fix that. Um, I went to a lot of, I don't know, I don't know if you want to call them introduction seminars or little events and stuff. I pretty much had every question I had answered. Um, there was really nothing that Hi. that I uh, really needed to know. Okay. How about you, Pat? Um, I kind of. I don't know. Um, this kind of ties into regrets, but I wish I got closer with uh, some of my roommates and some of the people on my floor because I, I don't know if it ended so abruptly. There were some people on our floor that I didn't know their names until second semester and some people I just never had an interaction with. I wish I got to know every single person on our floor because you guys were the people I was closest with. Even my roommate, Dan, was pretty uh, closed off just playing on his Xbox. I wish I got, I wish I talked to him more because he was argue, arguably my nicest roommate of my, of the three. And uh, I only really talked to the two that were always fighting. So. Um, yeah. So let's see. What do I wish I knew? Hmm. I don't I mean, that's a tough, I feel like I, how many awesome I, people are you going to meet? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Uh, everyone I met was amazing. You guys are all the goats. Um, I don't know. That's really tough. Maybe just like I'm kind of, I mean, as you guys know, I'm myself around everyone. Like I'm an unfiltered version of myself around everyone. So maybe just realizing that not everyone's like receptive, I guess, to the way I present myself and like kind of like be I, I wish I learned how to be more like empathetic to how other people felt about me, I guess, stuff like that, if that makes sense. Like not just be 
I don't, I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. Like, kind of, kind of realize that every person is different per se, and approach every situation differently because. I don't know. Maybe I just scared off a few people with my first impression with them. But just understanding that every person comes from a different background, uh, it's important to get to know people um, and that people just like have different needs and qualities of life and it connect connect with people who may be different than you. I don't know. Okay, I don't know I, where I was going with that. I got a question now. Who do you think I, who do you, can you hint, give me a hint of uh, who you think is scared off? Well, I don't think I scared everyone off, but anyone off, but like, you know, I can tell when, uh, you know, I was a little too much for people. And there are some people who have told me like their first impression of me was like, who is this kid? Like, he seems a little, uh, he seems like he's got a screw loose or something like that. But, you know, right, just well, we don't gotta tell everybody what I think. <laughs> then why are you doing this podcast with me? Because I admire your courage in being yourself, as every one of the viewers should know. Thank you. There's nothing wrong with being yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's important to be yourself. Um, Eventually, you'll find the right people. The great thing about college is that you have um, so much more freedom to be yourself. Like in high school, there was this constant hierarchy, and you know, like you know, people would would kind of put you down if you were not not like them, and that doesn't happen in college. Like at all and the people that do try to like continue the hierarchy that was in high school they don't have any friends in college that's what i've noticed for sure yeah um yeah just you know i guess maybe i just wish i knew that like you know everyone is we're all in this together and you know yeah. everyone's going through a different experience everyone's going through this experience and they uh they kind of cope with it differently. Like I may be, I guess where I'm going with this is like, I may have like gone up to someone and just said like, yo, you want to hang out? Like just right. Like days after meeting them, but it takes a while to cultivate a friendship. I think you, I think you did that to me. Did I? I think you, I think you might've. Yeah. I just got to realize it takes a little bit to cultivate a friendship. That's, that's where I was going like, with that. Um, every person warms up to everyone differently. What the, what the hell? hell? Did you yeah, guys I see that, that comment, comment that oh my god. I don't know. Danny, if you guys know who that guy is, if you're looking at the comments. Uh I don't know who that is. I'm we're not gonna answer that. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Look I at the live comments. Oh, look at the comments. Uh we are not answering that question, but sorry, Andrew, I didn't mean to I wasn't looking at live comments. Um I wasn't. I that threw me off. Um, yeah. Well, that that kid's probably lonely, so we'll just leave him be. Um, All right, I'll I'll answer the question. I'll say if you're that desperate, find somebody. That's there's yeah. somebody that spends a lot of time on the internet. Yeah. Uh, so, but even like even. Say going out to people and trying to make friends. Uh, when I, you know who this is. Oh, wait a minute. Is it? Um, I don't know. I don't know. The name. I have a guess. Who is? Uh, uh, put in the private chat who you think it is, Andrew. I oh, it says I know who this. I've never met that. Unless it's an alias. 
Could be an alias. Um, but like what I was saying, what I was saying is like that girl that came up to me and asked me if I wanted to have lunch with me uh, because of the raspberry bit. I thought she was asking me out. I'm like, all right. Turns out she just wanted to make friends. And, you know, I still talk to her to this day. We're still good friends. But it threw me off a little bit. I wasn't expecting sure. it. Uh, but don't, you know, don't be ashamed of being yourself. Um, that's that's pretty much it for me. Uh, you guys got anything else? We, we're going for about an hour here. And I think we hit all the questions. Yeah, it's one more point I want to wrap up with. Uh, what are your guys' – if you you don't have to answer this if it doesn't apply to you, but do you guys have any goals for your sophomore year of college? Um, pass. Okay. Pat or Isaiah? I really hope that we are on campus next year. Uh, my goals are to attend more track meets because I didn't go to as many as I wish I did, and to – get to know more people on my floor who whoever my roommates are be closer with them become friends with them yeah my goal is going to be to be more social like uh last semester is okay but like regardless if it's online or in person i gotta be more social i agree with that just be more social and uh don't be afraid to take risks or like go to events and stuff like that are um, you guys gonna try to go to a party next year to be determined. Uh, we'll see about it. Well, we'll Maybe. answer that question next year. Yeah. Yeah. Ask for. I'll go to a party. I mean that that assumes that they're even allowed to have parties next year. I mean, I know people will still do it, but that's true. Right, right now, we're not even sure happen. whether or not we'll be in dorms next year. Yeah. Yeah. Just make more. Just make the most of it. Honestly, and meet more people. Um, that's really my goal. Uh, and obviously, keep my grades up. So yeah, unless you guys anything else to add, um, any last comments? If not, I'll wrap it up. Uh, uh, no. Any, uh, any do you want to plug? Dude, that's all. <laughs> okay. Oh, it was nice talking to you guys. I didn't eat dinner, so I'm really hungry now. So yeah, take care, guys. So that's going to do it for the podcast. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. You can watch this on my YouTube channel, Sponge One, or you can listen to it on iTunes on my podcast called In-Depth with David. You can also listen to my first episode, which I was talking to our good friend from college as well, Joe, about Survivor. And we all hope you guys have a great day and a great rest of your summer. Take it easy. Take it out. Thanks for joining me. Appreciate it. Thanks.